and welcome to Run the Table. I'm your host, Bryce Tinson. Obert, how are you doing? Very good. Very good. Um, uh, I'm going to address this again because this video will come out before our pick show. Um, I, I mentioned it again, or again in that one. My voice is a little bit shot from the Ohio Buffalo game, so bear with me. Um, we've got a, a, a nice little uh, change change up coming your way. We're not throwing the fastball this week. Um, we're going to do a little bit of a CFP reaction show. Uh, the first rankings came out on Tuesday night, so we're going to react to those. We're also going to talk about Civil War, so don't worry. It's just probably not going to be as in-depth uh, as recent weeks. It's, it was kind of a, a chalk week, if you will. Um, not too much changed uh, overall. So... You want to get into this? I mean, you you yep. you, you seemed really you know gung ho about those rankings yesterday. And what does uh, gung ho even mean? It's uh, convict convicted. Um, you, you weren't too happy with them. Uh, oh, um, eh, yeah, no, I wasn't. No, you're right. So, uh, do you want to just want to get in with some of your uh, gripes? Okay, I think we should go twenty five through twenty, and then nineteen through sixteen, and then we'll just list any takeaways we had okay. at each. I okay. Like that. Didn't even, pl- didn't even plan this. It was kind of just off the rip. Obert said, hey, let's do this. I was like, okay, sure. It's important. I think the first rankings are the second most important of any other than the last, of course, which are technically. I think the second ones are the most important because it's, it shows you how the college football playoff committee reacts, reacts. to the media, okay, to the media, the media <laughs> frenzy that, that happens after the initial one. It's like, oh, sorry, we had, we had LSU too high. We're sorry about that. The first <laughs> CFP rankings is always the baseline for how they're going to do things the rest of the season because, it, because it's the first opinion they have of the college football teams the entire year. Obviously, it comes late, but better late than never. 25 through 20, here we go. 25, Central Florida, University of Central Florida, Golden Knights coming off the big win against uh, la, 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 Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Uh, 24, Texas, 5-3. and three. A weird one. Uh, Oregon State, 6-2. and two. Eaves. Uh Two good losses, USC and Utah. No good wins. Um, pretty much no good wins. Uh, 22, NC State. 21, Wake Forest. And 20, Syracuse. Okay, so immediately... <laughs> go ahead. It's the, the ACC teams. Yes, immediately, Clap uh, mentioned this, ACC teams right in the back. First off, it's about um, where I had him though. We we talked about this in the takeaway show. Uh, ACC from a resume standpoint, folks. My ranking, and I don't want to speak for you, but your ranking also are almost completely resume based. Yeah. Our eyes can deceive us. They yeah, can. My eyes can't. Um, nobody in this planet knows exactly oh well this team looks good and that therefore they're one of the best teams in the country or oh this team I like my eyes so. Can. That what when that happens, guess what, folks? That introduces bias. Introducing personal bias is not what we can have in a four-team college football playoff. When you know you have to fight tooth and nail. But to, I like Michigan more to get into the college football playoff. I know you do, but you have to be unbiased. Okay, <laughs> is that too much to ask? Yes. Anyway, um, and so everything I say is from a resume standpoint to. Take away from personal bias. Literally, all of my rankings are based on my own views of your strength of record. The only difference between mine and, let's say, ESPN's is I don't value your 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th place wins hardly at all at that point. Because I think at that point, you've had so many more wins that are better than that, it loses importance. When you're playing, talking about, and bragging about, oh, well, we played this group of five team versus that group of five team. I don't really care about that. I didn't care about mm-hmm. that at all last year in our last um, CFP rankings. I don't care about that this year. It's just not very yeah. important to me. 
So 25 through 20, I had most of those uh, ACC teams right there yep. at that 22, 21, 20 range. I don't think those teams are very good. I do not. I don't think uh, NC State is a very good team. I think that they're probably the 50th best team in the country right now. Uh, Syracuse, I've been low on them all year. NC State, or uh, Wake Forest even. That was an ugly loss to Louisville. But folks, if you look at what the ACC did in the non-conference, and this is the important thing, Wake Forest beating Liberty, who is under uh, seven and one. Um, uh, Syracuse beating Purdue, who's five and three. That's a good win. NC State, Texas Tech. That one's kind of neutral. Um, uh, what? Oh, Florida State beating LSU. So when uh, an entire yeah. conference does very well in the non-conference, it bodes well for the for their entire top five six teams going forward because those wins look better. Um, so. And that's the bottom line with the ACC. Platt had a big problem with that. Oh, they did that to help Clemson. No, if you look at their strength of records, ESPN, this isn't, again, once again, no bias. You look at ESPN's strength of record, it agrees with me, it agrees with you. Yep. It has them at about that 19, 20, 21 What I will say is that, yes, these are resume. I don't necessarily agree with, you know, where these teams are ranked. I put them there because their resume is the way it is. I don't think the ACC teams are very good. Um, so if you, yeah, me to, if you ask me to do my eye tests, I, I wouldn't have Florida State. I wouldn't have NC State even in there. And Wake Forest would be a bottom five team for me. Yeah, I had two more ACC teams than actually just given how well the ACC did. And I'll say this for all these, you know, head-to-head freaks out there. You're kind of one of them. Couldn't you make the argument if you have UCF in, you should also have Louisville in? Right? Listen. Probably. I mean, if you're a huge head-to-head guy well, and you advocate how, for having what's LSU. What's Louisville's record? What? What's what's Louisville's record? What Five and three, it? probably. UCF yeah. six and two, probably. If you're a big head to head guy, wouldn't you say, "Oh, we should have okay if we should have Utah over USC or yep. you know LSU over Ole Miss, then we should also have Louisville over UCF." Yeah. I mean, so I had Louisville in not only because they're five and three and they beat UCF head to head. I'll get into this later. I don't value head to head unless splitting hairs tiebreaker. I just didn't think their resumes were very close. Uh, Louisville has played m- so many more difficult uh, games. I think I had it at four and to um, uh, UCF's two. So yeah. um, I, I had it uh, Louisville regardless of head-to-head. Um, which I, I do think that Maryland got a little shafted. They're six and two. Their losses, uh, they have a two-point loss to Purdue and then a seven-point loss to Michigan. The, the problem is they don't really have that win. Their best one is probably... SMU or Michigan State. Mm. So it's a little tough, but I do think that they're... Because the College Football Playoff Committee doesn't look at strictly resume. They do look at eye test. I think Maryland is ever but as good as some of the back-end teams that they threw in there. UCF, Texas. Um, in my opinion, they have a better resume than Texas does. Uh, yeah, that's a good point, too. Uh, I forgot about Texas. I didn't even mention them, but I was kind of shocked yeah. that they got put I just, in there. I don't know. Texas got award, rewarded for having a close loss to Alabama. That's really what happened. Yeah. Um, I thought about Texas because they played, the I think, three difficult games this year. Um, but they didn't win any of them. But they didn't win any of them. Their um, best one is Oklahoma. Oh, no. They played two difficult games, I guess, because uh, um, it's uh, Oklahoma State and Alabama, but... Um, uh, loss against Texas, uh, Texas Tech, Tech yeah. is a bad one. Uh, pretty good win against Oklahoma, I would I, say, from a resume standpoint, five and three. Oklahoma team. doesn't do anything for um, me. It should. It doesn't. From a resume standpoint, it should. No. What has um, Oklahoma done? Uh, that's a good question. Beating Kansas from a resume standpoint is a good win. No, I'm sorry. It doesn't do anything for me. Okay. Um, 
I, I would have to see what Oklahoma's strength of record is. I know Texas's is pretty good. I would have to look at that. But um, I didn't think they should have been ranked. Like you said, they just haven't beaten as many good teams. I think part of their thing is with the Big 12, it's like every team you're going to play is pretty good. Yeah. Once again, and th- this is one of my biases, I guess, slight. Um, but this is just the way I view strength of record and strength of schedule. I don't really care about you know you playing, oh, well, we played – this group of five team versus that group of five team just doesn't really resonate with me unless that group of five team is fantastic. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't have put Texas in. I didn't. As far as Maryland is concerned, uh, the thing is obviously just literally no no good win at all. Yeah. Um, uh, 19 through 15. Uh, Tulane, Oklahoma State, North Carolina, Illinois, Penn State. Thoughts there? I think Tulane's too low. Uh, I mean, you talk about they beat Kansas State. They're seven and one. I, I don't know how you can have Tulane lower than Kansas State. I really don't get it. Um, they, they played at Kansas State. Tulane came away with a win there. Um, what was it? what was the other ones? Uh, Oklahoma, State. Oklahoma State's a little high for me, but North Carolina, Illinois. That's about where I had them. Uh, they had them seventeen, sixteen. I had them eighteen, seventeen. I yep. just think I think Penn State's a little bit better um, than that 15. And when you talk about what they did to Minnesota, they beat Auburn, they beat Purdue. They have a lot of good they, wins. Yeah, they have a pretty good resume. They have a pretty good resume. Their losses are just to the two best teams on their schedule. So they're they're gonna they're gonna have a ceiling because they weren't able to beat Michigan or Ohio State and really didn't keep it close. But when you talk about the teams they've played that are over 500, they've beat. It's a pretty good. It's a pretty damn good resume. And I get Auburn isn't a great team, but they went in there and beat them 41 to 12. So. Yeah, uh, I had Penn State at 12. In retrospect, if I could have one back, I would have liked them uh, below LSU. Yeah, I think I missed on that one a little bit. But um, I had them at 14. I just I just don't think, you know, uh, record-wise, um, that the wins don't kind of match up with LSU's, other teams. Yeah, um, Ole Miss and, and Penn State I really struggled with because, to me, Ole Miss doesn't really have that win. But they do only have the one loss, so I struggle, I struggle with that one. I, I don't. Five and three. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Um, I, I That Kentucky game was always weird to me. The crux, and I'll get into this now so I don't have to get into it later, uh, what the head-to-head thing is, it's either there and it's like you have Tulane right above Kansas State. That's what I did. Um, or it's not and it's not even close. And I think that's kind of what happened where it was like, all right, we can either have Kansas State one below Tulane or we can say it's not really close. Well, We're I mean, gonna- you ask who has the better win. <laughs> um, yeah, Tulane, I guess. It's close, though, because Oklahoma State. Yeah, but I got Oklahoma win. State at 21 now. Yeah, I think resume standpoint, I liked Kansas State so much more than Tulane. Um, I didn't go Tulane higher. Um, just kind of personal opinion, I guess. My, my thing with head-to-head is this. It's like I think Kansas State probably right now has the 12th, 13th best resume. I think Tulane probably... You know, in a nutshell, you know, uh, Bird's Eye View has probably a 2021 best resume. I'm not going to put Tulane one above Kansas State and screw over Kansas State from being above those seven, eight teams, even though they have a better resume than those teams because they lost to Tulane. I'll use it as a tiebreaker if it's like, oh, they're right next to each other or it's pretty close. But to me, it wasn't. And so I had Kansas State over Tulane. Obviously, they have an extra loss. Um, but their wins and overall more challenging games, they had three challenging games. Tulane has really had one, I think. They won it, though. Um, uh-huh. And lost their other one, so it really well, canceled out to me. You said they just me. had one. 
Yeah, they had one challenging game and then lost a non-challenging game to Southern Miss. So it was like it kind of canceled out. Uh, Kansas State, meanwhile, is 2-1 and one in those challenging games. What is their other loss? Oh, no, it was no, TCU uh, and uh, and uh, two and two. Tulane. They're two and two in, in challenging games. So um, to me, it's close-ish, but uh, not close enough to have Tulane over Kansas. Yeah, State. I I just completely I and this is where we differ. I disagree with you that you you don't like head to head. Head to head to me is you know is very important. You settled on the field unless your records are drastically different. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to rank the team that won. I got an when you question for you with the head to head thing coming up. Um. But right now, as it is, like be, because there's only one loss that separates the two of them, I'm going to put them ahead. Now, have if LSU loses to Alabama, then I'll throw the the win over Ole Miss out the window. If Tulane loses another one, uh, or, or I'll still probably have them over Kansas State unless it's a really bad loss. Um, if they lose to another Southern Miss, because like I don't think that I think left on their schedule is UCF. Cincinnati, so they still have two really like solid teams on their schedule. But if they, I, I, I haven't looked at who they play. If they have a game against a, a really inferior opponent and they lose that game, then I'll throw the head-to-head between those two teams out the window because at that point you really can't justify it. Uh, fifteen Penn State, fourteen UCLA, uh, thirteen Kansas State, twelve UCLA, eleven LSU. Thoughts? Yeah, I just they had LSU at ten. Uh, eleven Ole Miss. Sorry, my bad. Um. I think UCLA is too low. Uh, I really do. They have that huge too. win over Utah. Um, their one loss is to Oregon, yep. who is playing fantastic football at this point. Uh, so at the end of the day, I just think UCLA should have been a top ten team. I, you know, like other people, uh, I had I had Ole Miss a little bit lower. I think that Utah uh, has a better resume than they do. Um, you look at the Florida game. Yes, I, my problem with the Florida game is, and I know you're not supposed to do this. Um, it was week one and it literally came down to Cam Rising throwing a pick on the like three yard line. I, I think Utah is the better team. I know Utah's the better team. And then you talk about their other loss was to US or UCLA. They have the win over USC. I put them above USC. USC to me doesn't have that big win. Their one win right now is Oregon State, who I have at twenty five, but they don't have but Utah also has that win. Yep. So I'm waiting for USC to really get one of those wins before I, uh, I I think about even moving them above Utah. And if they have the same record, I'm going to have to look at it in a vacuum, but I'm probably going to still lean Utah's way um, because, you know, USC could have, they could, there could very well be a situation where they have the same record and USC has losses to Oregon and Utah. I, I'm probably going to put Utah ahead of them. Let me ask you this. USC beats UCLA. What do you do? Ooh, you're in a you're in a tricky situation there. You can't do you're anything. Tr- so USC, you, if USC beats UCLA, then because it's a trifecta, it's a three way. Then you can you can kind of throw head to head out of the window a little bit. Um, you have to throw it away completely. I don't think so. Or how would you? How would it, you it's like it's like how they do tiebreakers. It's whatever team you think has the best resume of those three goes to the front, and then because the other two teams have played, then you take the head to head. Wow. Um, I wouldn't do it that way because at that point it's like okay, well they just beat that team who's above that team, but then they the, so you just get into that mess there. Um, but I guess it is what it is. But I mean, right now we're talking about two teams that have played each other, though. Like, yeah, UCLA hasn't played USC yet, so we'll get into that point when it gets there. But I mean, you're, you're also talking if if Utah loses another game, then I'm going to throw it out the window anyway between Utah and USC. Fair. My point. Um, so I had USC above. Um, uh, Utah, um, 
like I said, obviously don't really value the head-to-head thing very much. Um, but my my thing with uh, USC was because it is almost close enough to where you want to put uh, or where I wanted to put Utah over USC. But I thought it was a matter of okay, USC has played. And probably two challenging games at Oregon State, at Utah. Uh, they're one and one in those games. Utah has played three challenging games, if uh, I'm doing this correctly. I think uh, win against USC, um, lost to UCLA. Maybe that's it. Also, um, oh, I, and then a win against Oregon State. and then But then the bad, bad loss against Florida just kind of cancels it out for me. And and I know you said it's week one, and that's true, but I, I can't overlook it. I'm not going to excuse it. Absolutely not. So I think that win or loss over Florida almost I'm doing it for Oregon, cancels, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> cancels out uh, against uh, the win against USC. And then the only difference between those teams is Utah has played UCLA. USC has not. And Utah lost. USC hasn't played him yet. I don't know what's going to happen, but what I do know is USC hasn't lost yet. So if they do lose to UCLA, absolutely I'll put them below Utah because then their record and resume will pretty much be practically identical. The only difference will be USC doesn't have the bad loss, but Utah has the head-to-head win. Yeah, we also, I do have to mention that we also have uh, different ways we went about this. I value wins a lot more uh, than I devalue losses. Um, So I'm going to reward a team for having a better win over having a worse loss. So like we'll get into it when when we talk about Oregon and Alabama. I'll spoil it right now. I have Oregon over Alabama because Oregon has a better win than Alabama even though they have a worse loss. Um, you, on the other hand, you do value those those bad losses for teams. You punish them for it. Whereas yeah. me, so, not so much. I, I, I don't care um, you know, how or who you really lost to unless it becomes a pattern. If you've done it one time, I can excuse it because these are 18, 19, 21, 20, 16, 21, 17, 22, 18, 19, 20, 23 20 year old kids. kids. Yes. And so I can excuse one, 25 year old. I can excuse one bad loss, but I can't excuse two. So if Tulane, like I said, they lose another one, they're out because they already have one bad loss, but I can, I can put them at 15 because you had one slip up. You get one slip up. Um, you do have the one over Kansas state. So I can, I can stomach that. Um, I, the reason I punish bad losses just as much as good wins is because, it's it's what it is. It's like it's not like I'm trying to value your potential or something like that because I'm not in the business of that. It's just a pure strength of record sort of resume building and a pure strength of record. I just I I have I think it's up. more impressive that you win big games rather than you know it's less impressive that you lose a bag. You have a slip up. My thoughts can't be involved. Okay, no personal bias. Understood. There is a little bit of personal bias. There the only is. personal bias. Um, is obviously the one with um, collection of wins against group there, of five. There teams. is. I mean, there is a little bit of personal bias in this, and it's going to be the same for everybody. Um, I just, yeah, I just value wins more than, you know, I devalue losses. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. Um, uh, 15 through, uh, oh, no, no, 10 through 6 now. Uh, LSU, USC, Oregon, TCU, Alabama. Um, right off the rip, TCU at seven is absolutely stunning. Yeah. Um, well, it's it's because the CFP we talked about. I knew it was going to happen. They don't they don't really care all that much about resume. They look at it in a they pick and choose. A how bit. good exactly? They're very inconsistent. It's like how good does this team look? How good is this team's resume? They'll do that for for different teams. It's like they won't be consistent on all of them because if you're doing it based off resume, TCU has a better resume than Alabama. If you're doing it off of how they looked, Alabama probably has looked better than TCU. Um, but 
they're not consistent, and that's the problem. Mm. I do agree with the LSU at ten, though. Uh, that is that is one of the things people were 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 getting mad about LSU. I mean, when you look at what LSU has done outside of you know the Florida State loss, I mean, it's fantastic. Really, the only thing that's holding them back Florida is the State Florida loss State isn't loss. Even that bad. I have Florida State in my top twenty-five because they beat LSU. Really, that's that's the only reason why they're there. Um, but they played four or five challenging games. I, I don't really care about that. They didn't. Louisville they, win is a good one too. I don't really. I don't know how good that one is. But they lost. They good. lost to NC State. They lost to Syracuse. They lost to Clemson. Like they haven't won those games. Um, the win is LSU. Uh, and Louisville, you have to. I don't Louisville value Louisville resume. yet. I don't value Louisville yet. I don't because Their I don't strength va- of record because I don't value UCF. So I okay. don't. So okay. so so because I don't value UCF. I don't really. I don't value UCF because I didn't value Cincinnati because Cincinnati didn't have any wins. Their win was Indiana. Yeah. So I, I didn't value that. Therefore, I can't value UCF because who has UCF beaten? The problem is when you go down the trail long enough, it's like nobody has a great win. But I, I hear it's not true. That's not true. Yeah, Tennessee has a great win. Yeah, all right. Well, let's follow the trail. So it's like Alabama. Who have they beaten? And then who is that team? Well, and then see, who, I can see with my eyes that Alabama's a good team. No, you can't do that. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You can absolutely do that. Um, that's that's another I part guess. where we differ. You are you are like, you can't even... No, I don't care how this team looks. You don't... I can I can look at a team and be like, okay, they're a good team. Like, it, it, Alabama has a loss. I know they're a good team. I'm penalizing them for that loss. They also don't have a win, which is why I don't have more over Oregon. It is or it is resume. It no, is. No, when it, you're it saying is. my eyes can tell me how good a team is, that I'm is just the saying, definition of I'm, eye test. I'm saying my eyes can tell me Alabama is a good team. But there's a reason why I have Oregon over Alabama. Okay. If no, they play tomorrow, who would I pick? I would pick Alabama. Yeah, I agree. But Oregon has a better resume than Alabama does. But I can see that Tennessee is a good win because I can see that Alabama is a good team. Yeah, but if you follow the trail long enough, that was my point. It's like, so we can't get too focused on like, oh, well, this group of five team is now, you know what I mean? Because it's just like, after a while, yeah, I mean, you, you'll find teams who, you know, after a while, it's like, if you follow that rabbit trail, teams are going to have some bad wins. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like, when you've beaten enough over 500 teams like a UCF who's a top 25 team, that's a good win. Well, according to them, it's a top 20. But they didn't rank you. They didn't rank uh, Louisville and put Florida State in there. Like, it, it is what it is, but I just don't value UCF right now. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, so my qualms with the 10 through 6. So TCU is getting absolutely host. Uh, no doubt about it. Um uh, I had them at three. I think they have the third best resume. Um, it is very close between them and Clemson. Very close I disagree, to me. But that's um, personal biases. Yep. Uh, not. It's not about. Who, I'm talking about who has the better resume. I think it is very close between TCU and Clemson. TCU's two best wins are just a little bit better than Clemson's two best wins. So TCU has beaten Oklahoma State, Kansas State, both at home. Oklahoma State game was an overtime game. Doesn't matter to me. But How about, how about this? Kansas State was a 10-point win. According to your top 25, Clemson has four top 25 wins. Yep. How are they not ahead of TCU, who only has two? TCU <laughs> has two top 25 wins. I like TCU's two top 25 wins slightly more than I like uh, a good bit. No, a good bit more than I like Clemson's two top wins. And then when you look at TCU's next best wins, it's close to uh, uh, Clemson's two other wins. Obviously, Clemson's beaten Florida State, who's in my top 25. But Oklahoma's not far off at 5-3. and three, so uh, They are for me. I mean, that resume is a very good resume. I so disagree. 
It, it's a good like you can't argue. I can because I don't. Of I don't think it's a good record. Very resume. good if you look at why. Up, why do we always have to look at is a strength of record? It is the most pure form of resume test. There this is. is this is Oklahoma. This is Oklahoma. They beat Utah, beat Kansas State, or beat Kent State, yep. beat Nebraska, lose to Kansas State, lose to TCU, lose to Texas, beat yep. Kansas, beat Iowa State. That's not a good resume to me. It's they, just they, not. Hey, hey, they played four challenging games. They've won one. I could make the exact same argument with some other teams. And Florida State's the exact same I, way. I almost Agreed? didn't put Florida State in there, but Florida State has that win over LSU. Oklahoma Agreed. doesn't have a win. Oklahoma has a win over Kansas. Uh, it's not. No, no, I'm sorry. My point being this, okay? <laughs> TCU and Clemson are very close. I like TCU's two wins a good bit more than I like Clemson's two wins. And because of that, the difference between Clemson's third and fourth best win and that valuation goes down and down each time isn't big enough over TCU's next to Kansas, Oklahoma. It's pretty close. It's Can not. I, go ahead. Cause I'm looking at your top 25. Can I ask you why you like them more? Because you have Kansas ahead of Syracuse, but then you have Syracuse and NC state. state. Of Syracuse, yeah. Y- yeah. That's what, that's what I meant. And then you have Syracuse, uh, NC state and Wake Forest above Oklahoma state. Yep. So why do you like TCU's two wins more than I like, Kansas State over Syracuse. I like Oklahoma State eh, slightly worse than Clemson's second best win, but uh, Clemson's third and fourth best win aren't big enough to put Clemson over TCU. I had Clemson over TCU, and then I switched it back. I said TCU's third and fourth best wins are close enough to Clemson's third and fourth best wins. So to me, I think TCU has the slight edge. Okay, And I'm also going to prioritize your first and second best wins over your third and fourth best wins because after a while, like I said, your ranking of wins becomes less and less important. After a while, once you're a top five, top ten team, you shouldn't really take pride in those because you should just beat those teams. Um, It's not really as much of a test anymore when we're talking about undefeated teams. Fair enough. Um, so I had TCU at three. I think they have one of the best resumes in the country. I think that's absolutely terrible. Uh, Alabama at six. If you look at what Alabama has done, it really isn't that much. Um, their best wins are Texas at Texas and I guess home against Mississippi state. Um, am I missing anything there? I don't think so. That is, that is Um, it. So I really don't really get the whole Alabama craze at six. I think putting them over an undefeated team with two much better wins is ridiculous. Obviously they pick and choose when they want to do resume and that is what it is. But, um, yeah, I, yeah, I had a problem with that. Um, let's see, uh, Oregon at eight. Yeah, that's bad. The resume is better than, better than that. And then the LSU Ole Miss thing, I I think that is terrible. If you're going to have all of the other, Head to head things and not honor that. I just don't. I don't get that at all. Um, that was really my problem with the Which committee. One? The LSU won't miss. It's oh, like and then the, and then Utah, USC. Yeah, if yeah. you don't honor head to head for all the other ones, it's just inconsistency. No, I so agree. like I have Ole Miss above LSU, and that's fine. But it's like I do that because I don't, don't honor any other you know head to head matchup. I, I so yeah, and they I can't did pick and choose when they do that. And all of mine, I honored the head to head. I did. I had Wake Forest over NC State. I had Tulane over Kansas State. I had LSU over Ole Miss. I had Utah over USC. Yeah. So you either have to honor, honor you, Yeah, you either Utah. go all in or yeah. or you don't. I mean, there are very few exceptions. Like, like obviously, if Tulane loses another bad game, there's no reason that they should be above Kansas State. Um, but as of now, they don't have. They have the one slip-up that I allow them. They have the one over Kansas State. So they're there. Uh, top five. 
Um, Michigan, Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State, Tennessee. Gripes. Um, I think they're. I think Ohio State's a little too high. Um, other than that, I think they got it about right. Tennessee should be one. Uh, Georgia should be two. I I personally think that you know it should be TCU and Clemson four, three and four. Now that is strictly based on resume. If you're asking me to make a you know try to be as much as the college football playoff as I possibly can be, I'm putting Michigan in the top four. I'm putting Ohio State in the top four. My my top four is along the lines of of Tennessee. Uh, Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, um, because I think that those are the four best teams right now. But that's not what this is. This is about resume, and, yeah. and, and you're looking at the resumes of these teams. And and Michigan and Ohio State, they have these same two wins. And Penn State is their only win of substance, in my opinion. Iowa hasn't done. I mean, and you look at Iowa's out of conference. Like it wasn't impressive. They lost to Iowa State. They only they they barely beat a South Dakota State team. And yes, it's a good South Dakota State team, but you, they lost to the is Big it an Twelve FCS team. team? I, I mean, I don't even know what to think about that. I'm not yeah. in the business of looking at FCS resumes and stuff like that. I yeah. I just, um. Yeah, I, I just I. But to me, the Maryland win is better than the Notre Dame win. Mm. That changes if Notre Dame gets a win against Clemson because. The thing about Notre Dame that me and you went back and forth on is that Notre Dame has two of uh, two top twenty-five wins. Um, and they beat North Carolina. They beat Syracuse. You can't say that for a lot of other teams. True. They do have two of the worst losses in college football in losing to Stanford and Marshall, both at home. So what do you do with Notre Dame? Well, if they beat Clemson this week, I'm going to put them in my top twenty-five. I don't know if you will because yeah, I probably will because of those two losses, but. Right now, that Notre Dame win doesn't do anything for me because of those two losses. Um, so I think I think having Maryland ahead is... I don't think that should be too controversial, Mm-mm. which means you would put Michigan ahead of Ohio State because they're going to play basically the exact same schedule. Um, I punish bad losses just as much as good wins, but you can have as many bad losses as you want. It's not like it's like a personal vendetta, like, oh, you can't be in my top 25. You can be in if you've got, you know, eight more great wins. And, you know, if they they got Clemson and USC on their schedule, if they beat those two teams, they'll be as high as 15. But the point is, I'm not going to say, oh, well, that game didn't matter. You can sleepwalk through that game. It's just as important as every other game on your schedule because it's on your schedule. So you have to win. Otherwise, it takes away from some of your other good wins. That's why, and this is an important thing, Michigan, Ohio State, five and six, because we both had this. So I'm sure everybody who saw this was like, bias, whoa, whoa, whoa. How I looked at it was this. It's their, I think, what, three win, top three or four wins. I did their top three wins. Uh, are exactly the same. It is Penn State. It is uh, Michigan State, Iowa. I'm not involved. I wouldn't in, even throw Michigan State in there. I don't think Michigan State's a very good program. Common opponents. Um, I. I just, I'm not going to look at game control. I'm not involved in that because there are things that can go into that, i.e., Ryan Day keeping his starters in up 30 or 47 to 10 with five minutes to go. That can influence game control. I don't want to get involved in that because that leads to teams winning or, you know, keeping starters in there for, you know, 30 minutes the rest of the game and coaches making decisions that don't really, and, and points, um, you know, uh, score differentials can uh, easily get. Um, manipulated, yep. and we saw TCU West Virginia, great example of that. I mean, yep. that touchdown, it's not a 10-point win, but they won by 10 points, so I don't get involved in that too much. So when looking at Ohio State and Michigan, like you said, it just comes down to Maryland and Notre Dame. And with Maryland and Notre Dame, it's like, yes, Notre Dame has the couple big wins, but their losses are awful. Um, and to me, it pretty much cancels out. I saw it as Notre Dame has, uh, you know, three – 
had three tough games on their schedule. Uh, they're five and three. So it's, you know, the point I'm making by that is like the average FBS team is about four and four in that. Uh, with Maryland, I think they had two challenging games and or relatively challenging games, Purdue and uh, Michigan. And so I thought that uh, six and two, I was going to take slightly over five and three, but it's this much, quite frankly, yeah. folks. Once Ohio State plays Maryland, Ohio State will uh, obviously yeah. have the better resume yeah. than Michigan. And I'll flip that. Actually, two. Uh, they play Maryland the same week that Michigan plays Illinois. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, Michigan has a much tougher strength of schedule within the conference with that Illinois game. And uh, I think. Um, I guess their other two are slightly more difficult. So when you look at what, what we had personally, I had five Big Ten teams. Um, the College Football Playoff Committee only had four. Uh, I believe the ACC got 16, no, five teams. Was it five or six? Five. Was I mean, it five? Maybe even four. I don't know. Because they put in North Carolina, they put in Syracuse, they put in yeah. Wake Forest, they put in uh, NC State. Okay, five. Yeah. And then Clemson, obviously, at the top. The SEC had a had a huge gamut. The Pac-12 had uh, UCLA, Oregon, USC, Utah, and then Oregon State, I believe. So they had five as well. Yep. Um, I guess this isn't this, this isn't too bad for the Big Ten, but I was going to make a point that there is no like middle tier of the Big Ten. Yeah. There is just kind of like you don't have a team that's kind of frisky right there outside of Purdue, really, um, at the back end of it. Maybe Maryland because they the college football playoff committee and you didn't have them in there but like a lot of other conferences have those like five and three teams that you know you you could put in there and then all of a sudden you have a ranked win on your schedule meanwhile the big 10 is really relying on purdue and or maryland to be like hey look at here we are here we are we're finally in here now and i don't know if you're going to get that because i don't think maryland's going to win i mean they they have penn state on the schedule if they win that game it's kind of a weird situation now because the Penn State win doesn't look as good. The Maryland win looks a little bit better. So yeah. you kind of get in that weird spot. As for Purdue, neither one that's, played. And that's why like conferences are locked into yeah. – they're locked in. And neither one plays Purdue, so it really doesn't matter. It's more so that you need Purdue to be the best possible when they play Illinois and then have Illinois win that game so the Illinois win looks better yep. when you finally beat them, at least Michigan does. And so you're getting in this weird spot where the Big Ten is kind of in in limbo because they don't have – like Joel Klatt said, they don't have like that fourth good team uh, the the Michigan State was last year to, to throw in there. So uh, – there's Relative some to other yang conferences, to that. Yeah. it's like the there can only be so good now. They exactly. can only be so good because yeah. every team has to play each other. Mm-hmm. So you can either have five really good teams and ten awful ones, and that can help a yep. little bit, or you can have you know what we have now, which is four you know pretty good teams or two re- fantastic teams, two pretty good teams, and then kind of a bunch of meh. Yeah. And so that's kind of the situation they're in. And like I said, it goes back to Purdue losing to Syracuse that's, in a game. That's what killed them. In a that's game where them. the refs were absolutely awful. And, and you know, you can't factor that in. I do. It's not fair. I have a personal but, vendetta against um, Syracuse. <laughs> uh, you go to, uh, um, I'm missing my, oh, Michigan State getting absolutely yeah. smoked by Washington. Yeah, that's it's like help. the non-conference. Washington, really or Washington State worse. beating Wisconsin. Yeah. Yes. It's like every every possible out-of-conference yeah. game that, that the Big Ten had that could have been important. Duke beating Northwestern. Yeah. I mean, it's like every step. Nebraska laying an absolute egg. They just could not. Yep. The Big Twice. Ten could not catch a win in the out-of-conference outside of Penn State, like Ohio you said, State. Iowa losing to Iowa State. It's, yeah, exactly. It's like nowhere did the Big Ten, like, they, they inserted themselves. It was like a Minnesota beat Colorado, like, well, I guess I, that's not going to do it. You'd be the worst team in the Pac-12. Like, yeah. What do you want from me? Um, I think the Big Ten's problem is they're the only conference that plays nine conference games. Mm. Every other conference plays eight, at least to my knowledge. Yep. 
And so. and that's what kills the Big Ten is that they can't go out and schedule a tougher opponent. They are stuck playing Rutgers or the, the third crossover game that we talked about. The, Michigan is playing Nebraska instead of going out and being able to schedule you know, a, a, a good Pac-12 team. And I also think that Michigan has a serious issue that they're going to have to come to terms with. Uh, their athletic department is about as high and mighty as it gets right now. Um, I, I found out a couple weeks ago, last week at some point, that the reason Michigan doesn't have UCLA or bought out the UCLA home and home is because based off the Big Ten schedule this year, they would have only had six home games, not seven. Mm. Told you about this, and your reaction was the same as mine. That's a load of horse shit. Yeah, it is. Are you kidding me? You're really going to be that high and mighty? We have to have seven home games. Get the f- out of there, man. Come on. Play six home games. Six home games should be enough. You could have easily scheduled it. So you had UCLA this year, you play six home games, and all of a sudden you have that, because let's be honest, Michigan would have absolutely ran UCLA out of the building, and all of a sudden Michigan's got... now. And I do too. And all of a sudden Michigan's got, Michigan's got wins over uh, UCLA, who beat um, who beat Utah. Uh, so UCLA now has two wins, so, the, so the, they're probably in that, you know, low teens range. And Penn State, they can, you know, talk about jumping ahead of TCU and, and Clemson. To me, even if UCLA loses to Michigan because that's such a good opponent, they're still like 15. And Michigan 14. does it on the road. Ooh. Michigan, I'm talk, we're talk, folks, we're talking Michigan is probably two if that happens right now. Uh, Think about that. Yeah. Right? Because what is Georgia? Georgia? Yeah. Yeah. I would probably, because I, so. I would definitely take Penn State, UCLA over Oklahoma State, Kansas State. I would. I would definitely take it over whatever Clemson's got going on. And then, yeah. I would too. Yeah, Michigan would be the number two team in the country based off a of resume. So that's something that they're going to have to fix. It's not going to get fixed next year because they have the same butt cheek schedule, Bowling Green, ECU, and Arkansas. No. Fresno State. I mean, that's a little bit better, yes, because those those are some established group of five programs, not like UConn, Hawaii, and Colorado State. But the same issue lies that it's a group of five team. You're going to need to go out of conference to get a Power Five game. And I think it's the Big Ten's fault for having nine conference games. It's like, for whatever reason, they they, they desperately need that ninth game for the money. Mm. I don't know. Um. Also, this, uh, yeah, obviously, obviously, I had Michigan above Ohio State uh, with the group of five thing. So, Ohio State played like Toledo in the group of five, and who else? Arkansas State. Arkansas State, and Michigan played UConn, Hawaii, and all that. Like, I don't care. I just don't at that point. I don't, like, you can't tell, like, if you like look Toledo's, at Toledo's, I think Toledo's got three losses on the season. So, like, if you look at ESPN's strength of record, Ohio State's like, four right now and Michigan's like seven yeah. it's like it's, it's not that no, that's ridiculous they're only doing that because like Toledo's like oh they're good in the Mac it does not it <laughs> literally matters zero it does not matter at all hey, at you can't point. just beat BC when you're playing these group of five teams regardless of who you are within the top 10 you're gonna roll them yeah you are absolutely you should, going, you should otherwise you're, you've got no business in the top 10 uh unless you're UCLA and almost lost to South Alabama. I am, however, very, very <laughs> pleased that uh, <laughs> I, I don't get that game. That game doesn't make any sense. They traveled across the country and then lost by one. On, I think it was on a last-second field goal. Mm. What? Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, I am happy that they ranked Tennessee number one. I, I legitimately did think that the Georgia could be number one. I did. I was like, I was like, the the college football playoff is definitely the type of the type of group of people to be like, yeah, Georgia won last year. Let's put them number one because they haven't they haven't shown this year that hey they lost. Like Georgia's going to get the benefit of the doubt in the Missouri game because mm. they're Georgia. They're a brand. It's going to happen. 
Uh, five, four, three, two, one, five, Michigan. Clemson. I think we already did that. Okay. Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State, Tennessee. Um, I don't know if we had, but I, I my but reaction to the top five, um, I thought Georgia definitely should have been above Ohio State. Um, and you know, even from their eye test perspective, I think Georgia ranks higher in, or nearly as high in uh, total offense and in total defense. It's not really that close. No, it Georgia's actually is. Second, Ohio State's like 15. No. Ohio State's top five. Really? In uh, total defense? Yeah. They, they've, they're they giving up like 270 yards a game, and they're only giving up, I think they're 10th in, in the scoring if they're sixth in total defense. Wow. That's impressive. I did not. I thought I'd look today, and they were like 15. But um, so, yeah, we have uh, yards allowed Georgia at four, Michigan at three, Illinois at one. There you go. Ohio State at six. I did not know that. Yeah. Good for them, man. But, um, I think from a uh, you know uh, total yardage perspective, I get it. Listen, Ohio State can be what they are. Um, oh, look at this, Georgia at two total uh, offense, total yards. Jeez. So I, I don't get it, folks. What, what are they looking at? Are they at? really? Yeah, it's Holy a, it's a good offense. And you, <laughs> I don't think they are. Like I watch them and I'm like, okay, it's like Stetson. Like they got 75 yards off the Brock Bowers pass that should have been an interception. Um. Ohio State is at I think six again in total offense. Like even that's an that's totally eye test. How is Georgia behind Ohio State? And if you want to say okay, strength because they win by more. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. Which is ridiculous because you know they well, score fifty four to. It's because the it's because the CFP's eye test isn't actually an eye test. It's the box score. They look yeah, at the box score. True. They don't actually watch the games. So that's, that's why true. that's why their eye test is flawed. Like. For me and you, we watch we basically every team that that has any sort of re- relevance. We watch at least a half of the of the game. Yeah. Most games we're watching the entire thing, and so we know what these teams look like. We know if it was a fluky win, if it was not a fluky win. So we can use the eye test and be like, "Hey, yeah, we know that you know Georgia is a better team than Ohio State, or that Ohio State has looked better than Georgia." But for the college football playoff, it's they they don't watch the games, and so it's like. Box score, and I'll tell you this, folks. Like I didn't even bring up the resume because it's not even close. Like yeah, Georgia's no, resume is way better than Ohio State's. Other than uh, um, Penn State, it is Notre Dame, eh, and eh, I mean Iowa. Georgia, Georgia, Oregon win, bang. It's it's much yeah. better than uh, the Penn State win. I don't know. I don't really get that. Also, I I do want to say that if you're able to get a uh, frisky team at the start of the season, of like a team that could be good in their conference. You need to schedule them because if they actually do realize their potential and you're able to have a win over yeah. them, even like like right away, because like let's be honest, that Oregon team isn't the same Oregon Oregon team it is as it is now. But Georgia was able to get on them early, and so now that win's going to look great for the rest of the season. And unless Georgia loses, you know, the game to Tennessee and another game, I really don't think they're out of it because of that win. Yep, I agree. Um, so yeah, I thought Georgia. Had no business being a three below Ohio yeah. State resume total off or eye test. It is Georgia, um, but whatever. Hey, that's what the committee wants to do, so that's what they're going to do. I just wish they were a little more uniform in there, exactly. and they just didn't just take bits and pieces for when they wanted to. You know, fit their narrative like Alabama having Alabama over TCU. It's like, well, Alabama's defense isn't very good either. Um, and, and they used they they talked about Alabama's schedule. They talked about. Can, or they talked about TCU's the way they looked. It's like okay, it's, I, it's not fair. I mean, that's really not a great way to do it, but you can do it if you feel like it because they just need a specific set of criteria yeah. so the teams know what they need to do. Is it eye test or is it can we schedule 
Or, you know, is it, do we have to schedule a bunch of really good teams? No. Well, we've obviously seen, we've seen with Michigan that you do have to schedule some, you have to schedule at least yeah. one good team. It's ridiculous. I, I don't know in what world Ohio State is three spots above Michigan. Yeah, that was I, I the either. biggest gripe I had within the top five. I'm fine. I had Michigan at five just because their resume, uh, top-notch teams in the Big Ten. And, and, you, is good, and, and you brought up a good point. This is basically the college football playoff committee telling Michigan that, hey, you're not going to be able to get in if you don't beat Ohio State. Yeah. Um, have to be perfect. Meanwhile, Ohio State can lose to Michigan saying. and still get in. Yep. That is basically yep. what, what what the college football playoff said. So there's that. It's ridiculous. Um, other than that, oh, Tennessee at one. I guess I hadn't touched on that yet. It's not even close resume-wise, yep. folks. LSU win is unbelievable. LSU, LSU Alabama, win. Kentucky, yep. Pitt. I mean, Pitt, the Pitt win doesn't look great right now. Yeah, um, I think it's probably eh, two or three like insanely challenged. Like, not even like, oh, those were tough tests. Insanely challenging games. They, they have went to two, LSU. They literally they were home two against of the Kentucky best wins and of anybody in the country. That is unbelievable. And uh, so for me, resume wise, it wasn't even close. Let me ask you this: because you have Oregon above Alabama, which one was a t- which one was a better win, Georgia's or Tennessee's? Um. Oh, Georgia for sure. Okay, yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, neutral site against Oregon. Yeah, it wasn't a neutral site game. The game was played at Atlanta. Neutral site. It was a neutral site. <laughs> that's what, what, I, want that's what I hate is that we're is that we call that game a neutral site game. They played it like an hour away from Georgia. Meanwhile, Oregon has to travel across the country. A neutral site game is playing that in like Dallas. I concur. Neutral site, though. No, I mean, it I is. Disagree. I disagree. I'm not, I'm not call counting it a home that. game. I'm not counting it's not. that. It's, I am. I am. Um, that is a home game. So for Georgia. Uh, yeah. I but had, it's. Still, I mean, it I still Georgia's, is more impressive. Yeah. I Georgia is the best win. Uh, yeah. I'm not. I don't. I was just wondering which you like what you thought, and I kind of figured you would say Georgia. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Yeah. And Alabama or Tennessee's win. It's at home. It's against Alabama. It's a good win. But it's the second best win. Yeah. Second best win in the country. And then they probably have the third best one and the fourth best one. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. Uh, maybe Oregon. Utah. Utah's Oregon. win over USC is pretty good, although yeah. it was at home. Oregon's Oregon was at home over UCLA. It's by 15 points. And you're, you're splitting hairs at this point. So, yeah. okay, let's get into uh, let's get into fantasy football. Uh, a little Civil War action. Um, the reason why we 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 you know did the the reaction to the college football playoff is because Civil War really wasn't all that exciting this week. Um, there was really only one marquee matchup. I guess there was kind of two, but California has been on the downturn. So you versus California wasn't really that big of a deal. Uh, it was, it was me versus Pennsylvania, me, me or not Pennsylvania, Louisiana, me versus Mike. I was able to pick up the win pretty easily too. I won by 31 points. Um, finally in the playoffs, uh, if they ended the day at four and four. So here's how the standings look over eight. No, uh, Mike is five and three, uh, Florida five and three. I'm four and four, California, four and four, Texas, Losers of four straight, three and five. Ohio two and six, picking up a big win over Texas. Alabama one and seven. Okay, so let's talk about uh, the week, uh, or let's talk about total points. So you still have a clear advantage in total points at fifteen sixty. I'm now in second place at fourteen ten fifty. Mike has fourteen hundred flat. Uh, he so he's just ten points behind me. Um, Cedric is in fourth place. Uh, Florida. Oh, well, Cedric is with 1351. Um, then it is Ohio in fifth place, the eighth or the seventh place team, 1327. And then it's Texas at 1286 and California at 1251. Alabama bringing up the rear, finally cracked 1,000. Good on them. They did it the same week that you passed 1,500. So yeah, it's pretty embarrassing. 
Um, you beat uh, California 202 to 171. Uh, Louisiana obviously lost to me. Uh, Florida won 201 to 149 over Alabama. And then Ohio beat Texas 188.38 to 172. Ohio with the fourth highest score of the week. Mm. Um, overall, it was it was an up week for a lot of teams, a lot of scoring in the NFL. So so guys were able to um, play. I think there was only two bye weeks last week, the Chiefs yep. and the Chargers, so there was going to be more scoring this week. There's six. Expect a lot lower scores. Um, one of the highest scoring weeks of the year. I think. I think it. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, but this week there's six teams on a bye. Uh, I'm not too affected by it. I don't know how affected you are. Um, we we play each other this week, me and Obert do. So it's it's going to be a good one. I'm trying to dethrone him and stay in the playoff race, um, and even you know move up in the standings a, a little bit. It's going to take a Herculean effort. I mean, he is the number one scorer in the league for a reason. Um, but I think if there's a team that can get it done, it's either me or Florida. And, and Florida just had, you know, a terrible uh, s- s- uh, case of the buys when they played you. And so there really was no contest there. I'm losing. I'm out Christian McCaffrey. Debo wasn't going to play anyway, so that's not too bad. But I, I, I have Trevor Lawrence and that's it. Kenny Pickett's on a buy and Trevor Lawrence got me 10 and that 10.8 points. Uh, Pat Fryermuth is also out, but I do have Dallas Goddard, so I'm not too worried about it. Uh, I, I'm affected a bit by the bye. Uh, Patriots hurts. That oh, bye. yep. No Ramondre. No Ramondre, no Jacoby Myers. Um, and then Cowboys by hurts. Ooh, okay. So and no CD. Browns by. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy for me. So and, so yeah. this, this is actually going to be a good game. This could be a good one. Yeah, Cowboys by, Browns by. Those two really hurt. But, hey, we'll see. Browns was Chubb. Yeah, Cowboys is just CD. CD Lamb and Michael Gallup. I don't oh, know that's if I've right. Got enough receivers this week. Seriously, <laughs> Christian Watson might not play. I might only have one wide receiver this week. <laughs> I, if I don't do it this week, it's going to be because Trevor Lawrence had like five picks, and he's my only quarterback, so he's going to have negative points. Yeah, seriously, I got one wide receiver. All right, well, we're going to need a lot. We're going to need a lot from a lot of guys. <laughs> oh my goodness! I have hey. Cooper Cup, who is questionable this week. By the way, oh, that's not good. Aaron Jones is going to go for like 50 points though. So, <sighs> God, I got. <laughs> imagine that's it's how. Wrong time. Imagine man. that's how you lose it. Is is you lose it because you, you literally don't weeks. have enough wide receivers. You don't have enough guys to fill spots. Yeah, that would be terrible. Uh, it's just it's just tough. It's like I'm literally missing four guys that I wouldn't be missing on a regular week at wide receiver. And I didn't I didn't care about bye weeks because I was like I want to just accrue the best amount of talent and I'll worry about everything else later. Well, and as you, long as I have one of these starts this season. And you did it right. Long, you did it right opinion. because one week's not gonna, you have a three game lead. Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to try my best, right? Hey, that's Start all you can ask for, right? Over. Do you want to get near power rankings real quick? Yeah. Um, eight. I have Alabama folks. Shocker. You might, you might see a pattern this week. <laughs> uh, seven. I have Texas. Yep. Uh, no change from last week for Texas. They are still at the seven spot after kind of bad loss. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, it wasn't, they didn't play bad, but they lost yep. and, and a game that they really wanted to win going against Ohio was two and six um so yep texas that's how it's going to be ohio i still have it six below california listen i know Ohio's playing really well lately but california played really well i mean i don't know it's tough 171 points from california and let's be frank they have a chance of actually making the playoffs ohio i don't know there's a shot for them there is they're going to need a lot to happen. Six wins probably the rest of the way. Yeah. they're Listen, they're playing really well. Alvin, Alvin Kamara is starting to get used a little bit more. And they'll need losses from you, Florida, yeah. Louisiana, it, and Georgia. It's not going to be easy. Um, no, they actually want they want you to win out. 
Yeah. They want probably oh, yeah. one of the top one of the Louisiana Florida to win out and then everybody else to lose so that they can find they got to yeah. win out. They, they they do, but Tua have being back, uh they have I believe no they don't. They have Alvin Kamara. Uh what basically what I'm saying is they're getting healthy. They're starting to play really well. They're, the the his players are. So there's an outside shot, but he just had such a bad start to the season. Got really unlucky with some of the games he played early on. Just played some of the best teams. He's got the highest points against in the league. And I think he's still being outscored by 100 points, which is just <laughs> absolutely brutal. Um so it's it, it might be too tough of a start. Um, for him to come back and, and and make the playoffs, but I'm not ruling it out because we still have six weeks in the season left. So I'll say this: if you blow a two game lead to Ohio, it'll be a collapse. Collapse. What if it's not me blowing the lead? What if it's Florida or Louisiana? Yeah, that's a collapse for either for that. For them, it would be a huge collapse. A three game lead to Ohio. You act like two games is really that much. I have a three game lead. Would it not be a collapse if I you're not going lost my to, first though. spot? Um no because it would mean that you went three and three the rest of the season, and somebody went six and out, and somebody literally finished undefeated. Well, what if I go two and four? Right, I don't see that, that would happening. Be collapse. I don't see that. Yeah, that would that be, would but be a collapse. I don't see that happening. What if you go two and four? You blow that last spot to to Ohio. That's not a collapse because I started the season out one and okay. four. Okay, yeah, <laughs> it's fair. Um, so you had what you said, oh, um, Ohio six, California five, Yeah, California five. Listen, California, it was a bounce back week. They're still reeling. They need a win and just quite honestly, a huge performance. I don't know if they're going to get one. Um, we'll see, but I have met five for now. Uh, four, I still have Pennsylvania. You, it was close between you and Florida. You put me over Florida last week. Did I actually? Yep. Shoot. Uh, I thought I had Florida. Above you last week. Nope. No, okay. Well, that was a mistake. Um, you over Florida then. Um, I thought that that's just what I had had. My bad. Um, but yeah. So I think it is close between you two though. Got a sneeze coming. I think. Oh, you want me to mute your mic? Mm. Ah, that was nice. Oh, that was a good one. Um, it is close. Uh, Florida had a huge week last week. Two hundred one points. And I thought that they were still above you, so that's why I had them above <laughs> you, because they outscored you. But, uh, no, that's wrong. So, um, I have you at uh, three, Florida at four, although I think Florida is a team and a half right now. Yep. Um, Amari Cooper was fantastic. Kyle Pitts, is he finally starting to turn things around? I think the big Maybe. Take, the big takeaway for Florida is this. They can still have a huge week without getting huge performances from the Buffalo Bills, Twins, yep. and Stephon Tiggs, and Gabe Davis. And they didn't. They kind of were just like mediocre. So that's a huge step up for Florida. But um, they're Derrick still Henry had four. a huge week. Uh, you at three, you have been just absolutely one of the hottest teams in the league. Uh, quarterback's a huge concern, but it always has been. And that's not going to change. Who cares? <laughs> oh, you Trevor got 42 points from Christian McCaffrey. Are you kidding me? That is an absolutely huge performance. And by the way, it looks like they're really going to use him. Uh, the 49ers traded I mean, away Jeff Wilson. They are that really, made me feel really good. Really going to use him. Uh, DJ Moore looked fantastic, and man alive, D Hop. I, you know what? I should have. I'm talking myself into this. I think I'm gonna have you at two, Louisiana. Wow. I'll be honest. You're getting healthy, and you're getting right at the right time. So many guys are coming through for you. I didn't even mention DeAndre Swift. Uh, the quarterback's a concern, but it's only going to get better once DeAndre uh, Sean Watson gets back. Uh, Louisiana had a pretty mad week. 
and I don't really know what their ceiling is with some of their injuries and concerns. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jamar Chase out for four to six weeks. Yeah, I like this. So I'm going to have – this is the first time I've done this. This is but unbelievable. I've done it like twice in like five minutes. <laughs> I'm having Pennsylvania to Louisiana at three now. I think that's right. Listen, you're getting healthy right at the right time. Your projection is higher. Um, Louisiana, meanwhile, is kind of going through some stuff with their, you know, golden child and Jamar Chase. So, um, Jonathan Taylor still sucks. Jonathan Taylor still sucks. I think, I think that's right. So we will have a one versus two matchup. Um, we just saw Pennsylvania beat Louisiana. I think that's right. I, I, I think I thought like, oh, well, it was a pretty standard week. I'll just keep everything how it is. But in retrospect, you beat Louisiana pretty good. And I think that's probably the way it looks for those two teams going forward. Oh, and partially it was because you're at 4-4 four and four and you know I yeah. didn't know about playoff implications. But the truth is, as it stands right now, California is reeling. Texas is reeling. Ohio is Ohio. And Alabama is Alabama. I mean, I think you'll probably have just as good of a chance to make the playoffs as anybody. So, um, except for me. I have you yeah. at two now, so we'll have a one versus two matchup of the Central Georgia Pennsylvania. It's unbelievable. Who would have thought us That's, at the beginning of the year? That's yeah, what that we literally thought this. It just took me a little bit to find my footing. Um, obviously, this is a must-win game for me. Um, I need to win this game in order to stay in the rankings. Is it a must-win? Yes. I don't know. Four and five. I don't know who California is playing. Could... I don't know who they're playing. That's why. Um, I have to beat you at some point. Like I can't, I can't keep like just see you on this go. Oh, automatic loss! I can't keep doing that. If I am really as good, or if I'm really the number two team in the country, I have to at least compete, if not beat you one of these times. I, yeah, I think you got to beat me because if you don't do it now, you're never going to exactly, do it. exactly. So uh, pressure's on you in this one, and it, it is on me. I there's a little no. bit. Of, there's a target on your back now. There is a target on my back. Um, I have a 67 percent chance of beating you. Yeah, you're always the highest projected. Always. Yeah, and for good reason. Yeah. Right, 1560, that's insane. No, but um, California's supposed to play Louisiana. Oh, okay. I do feel Not good a must then. win. Okay, I do feel good. I do feel good about Louisiana's that. Louisiana's projected to lose because they're hurt. If I'm able, if and, I'm able, okay, so I, I feel okay about this because if I'm able to win and either California or Louisiana win, I I will, if, if California wins, I will move up. If you um, win. If I win, yes, this is this is if I win. What is, who does Florida play? They probably play Ohio then, right? Um, no, they play Texas. I think. Yep, that's right. Um, that. Okay, they'll probably Florida. win. Yeah, they'll probably win. So if, there is a situation where I win, Louisiana, Florida lose. I move up to the two spot. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen, um, but I do think I need to win this game. But yeah. it, maybe not because California and Louisiana or and Texas can. Or at least California can very easily lose this game. True. It's must win for California and Texas, though. Oh, absolutely! Texas and California need wins worse than anybody. Oh, okay. I'm feeling pretty. That's good. what I was saying. Like I'm next, a lot of fun. so this week was kind of chalky, but next week is going to be important playoff implications, no doubt about it. Yep, you were absolutely right. And then we got our toilet bowl with Ohio and Alabama. That Ohio is probably going to win by 55 points. Yep. Uh, you'd hope so for Al- or Ohio. Talk about that, must win three and six. Ooh, that could be shysty. I'm telling you, we'll if if they go if they go three and six, and then and then I lose, California loses, and Texas loses, they're only one game back. Yeah, I think they're dead in the water. I think if you blew that 
two-game lead. I disagree because it would be a collapse. Because you're talking about I have to play you still. So if I lose that game, then it's there's a one and he beats he beats Alabama. There's a one-game difference between us two. Yes, I do have the point the point total lead. So it would ha- I mean it would have to be you know my my be, team yeah. falling off the cliff. But I don't know if I would call it a collapse. If your team falls off a cliff. When you when, when uh, goes from the second highest scorer and loses to the seventh place team, I what I, I start. I think I started at like this as the sixth highest scorer, the seventh highest from scorer. From this point on, obviously, obviously, yeah. what you did, the turnaround has been unbelievable, incredible. I don't know, but I'm not. I hey, I'm gonna hold your feet to the fire if you lose to Ohio. I, lose that. You lose would that fourth that. playoff. You spot. would do that. Because, come on, man. Listen, you want to win this league. You don't want to make the playoffs. So you can't even. I don't know. I, I, I kind of just want to. I just kind of want to make the playoffs at this point. So, wait, you're telling your, you're telling your men, your army of men, you're telling them, hey, we're just happy to be here. Yes. What? If we were literally in seventh. I think we were. No, we were in last place at one point. We were dead last, or maybe seventh. I think uh, there might have been a week where we were in last place. If we make the playoffs after, after being in last place, after like, I think it was like week two. You're like, yeah, guys, this is this is great. I, I'm happy that we're here. After week two, though, come on. I'll, I'll say this. if I think it was week three, in all fairness. I, yeah, I think but, you were right. Um, I think... Because I was 0-3. I'm <laughs> telling my boys this. Undefeated season or bust? Well, you should. You're 8-0. Yeah. Like, like that. I don't have Perfect that. Perfect season or bust? We, we are coming from the bottom of the cellar. We are literally cellar dwellers. If we make the playoffs, I'm going to give my guys a pat on the back. Like, And then once we make the playoffs, okay, job's not finished. Hey, by the way, these aren't 16, 17, 18, 19, these are 20, men. 20, 20, 21-year-old, 22, 23, 24, 25-year-old kids. Well, yeah, some of some, them are. Some of them are, okay? But but they're not kids, though. Okay, <laughs> you see men. what I'm saying? So, listen, these are, these are 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39-year-old men, right? You got to keep going. 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, 45, 44 go. year old men. I thought it was like 45. 45, 45, okay. Yeah, he is 45. 45 year old men. Like, there's no, ex- like, no, I, you can be perfect. You're, you know what I mean? You're not, you're not 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 year old kids, 23 year old kids. No, we're just playing in the NFL. Right. So, like, you can't be perfect. You can't be perfect. No, you can be perfect. You can't be perfect. You can, you can be perfect. Only one team's been perfect. Yeah, exactly. So we can be perfect. More teams have been perfect in college football yeah, than those in, are 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 point. year old kids. That's my point. Is that we don't kids. we can't expect them to be perfect, but they are. In the NFL, we expect them to be perfect, but they're not. Yeah, exactly. So the expectation is so I'm perfect. Not, so I'm not going to expect my guys to be perfect because they're not going to be perfect. Because you can't be perfect. You're four and four. <laughs> exactly. You can be. You can. I can't. I can be perfect from here on out. Go on a six game win streak. Finish ten and four. That would be pretty cool. Is it going to happen? I don't know. Probably not. It could. I, I do think that my, my team is capable of scoring that many points. Talk about getting Deshaun Watson back. I'll have him for two regular season games, I think. Because we, we start playoffs week 15, right? Yeah. We have playoffs 15 and 16. So I'll get Deshaun for 13 and 14 at the end of the season. If I'm playing, I think I'd be playing you and Mike. No. No, I'd because we have seven games against each opponent. So I'd be finishing... Uh, the second run through, so I kind of kind of got unlucky with that. But I'll take if I can go two and two against you and Mike, I'll take that. Yeah, I will. Uh, yeah, I just gotta hope I don't get Florida's best again. That's mm. what killed me. Yeah, that's what killed me. Um. Okay. You good? Yep. Thank you guys so much for watching. Hope you enjoyed. Catch you on the flip. See ya.